hands together for the worst podcast! Oh, hello everyone. Welcome to the worst podcast, the best podcast about the worst things. I'm your host, Jules Oaks, and as always, I am joined by the effervescent Nick Crow. How you doing, Nick? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, (laughs) We'll get to that. Today we are joined by the delightful Brendan Hickey. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Brendan. Hello, yeah. He can speak normally. This I never, is... I never been recorded before. No, no, I'm sure you have. You just we don't know have about microphones it. in Ireland. This is great. Do you have electricity in Ireland? We recently we figured it out. Yeah. Okay. Took cool. a while. With potatoes. Uh, that's not how. Like I think you know that's not how electricity works. All I right. mean, I've seen it work with a clock. What do you, how do, what do you mean? You stick the electrodes. If we like, stick electrodes but in a clock and it no, makes a potato. Look. How does how does the potato know what time it is? <laughs> Because potatoes are smarter than you think. Um, <laughs> so anyway, wow. uh, <laughs> I know you're going to edit. Like, you're going to edit most of it. So is you're going to edit edit most of it. Yeah, just most like, of like it. Sixty to seventy percent of it. Yeah, just yeah, going to yeah. be you saying hello, and, and then, then I, <laughs> I just you just cut me. I go potato, and then it's just that's the end of the podcast, is it? Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's just lots of lots of very offensive jokes about. Uh, the Irish going to be edited out because well, I'm English. I think Irish so potato jokes, it's not too soon, you know. It's it's, I mean, <laughs> I feel it like it's a, still pretty soon. It was soon. a while back. It, yeah, yeah. But I, if you feel like apologizing for the famine, that's fine. I feel like apologizing for the fact that we still call it a famine because it wasn't a fucking famine. It was English people stealing all your potatoes. Yeah, well, we're nice about it. <laughs> so we call it the famine. So, so nice that you're bringing it up on a you podcast. I feel bad. Uh, <laughs> So, Brendan, you have been living in Berlin for quite a while now, right? Yeah, about nine years, I think. Nine years. I was just about to ask you whether you've got citizenship yet, but you don't need it because you're Irish. Yep. Ah. (laughs) So one good thing. Yay. Isn't it? It's great to be Irish in the EU. It's like you get all the privileges you didn't really, you weren't involved with, you know? We're like... (laughs) We're like the like the run to the family. Like I always, I always feel like when you're walking through like that special EU door with your passport, they're like, "Oh yeah, the Irish. Yeah, we're fucking technically. Yeah, we're technically EU. Thank you." So, yay. Yeah. Awesome. So, what is the worst thing that has happened to you in the last few days, Brendan? The Irish famine. Uh, Irish. No. It was very recent. Very recent. <laughs> I brought some I, chocolate um, if you want. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, chocolate. Hungry. Oh yeah. yeah, that makes up for it. <laughs> uh, I had to. Um, I was saying I had to kind of break up with someone today. It's horrible. There's no. Yeah, I never thought it'd be nice. I never thought I'd miss the days when I was the one getting broken up with. <laughs> but you know, there's kind of no blame that way. You're the victim. You're like, oh, it's not my. I was. I just have to feel pain. I didn't give out pain, you know. Yeah. But I had to. I had to give out pain today. I mean, some people pay for that as a service. <laughs> so like. Yeah. Maybe not emotional pain. I feel if I brought a whip, she would have probably taken it worse. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, all right, this is, you don't need to. <laughs> fine. It's, it's like the fourth date, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, it's Berlin, so it's a toss-up, isn't it? She might have seen it and been like, this is going this in is a direction evo- I like. evolution to or, relationship. Or she might have run screaming. That is a tactic, isn't it? Just be so horrendous that the other person breaks up with you. Right? Yeah. That's smart. It is. <laughs> it is, yeah. We have a sociopath in the room. Yay! I was thinking. I just hope you said it's, it's me, not 
<laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, just like, what, well, I'm supposed to wear pants to this thing? I, was, uh, I didn't realize it was formal, you know? Oh, bye. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking maybe I should be meaner. I was thinking maybe, a- I t- talked about it afterwards. I never really do it a lot. I don't get the chance, I suppose. <laughs> so I wasn't good at it, and I was like, oh, what's, how's it working, whatever. And then I went down, and I, I was, like, nice about it, and I feel like that hurt her more. And then I was going away, and I was thinking, yeah, maybe I should have been mean, and I should have got her angry. And then you can go home and, like, fuck that person, and then that would be my favor to her, you know, to make her... Yeah, years ago I went on a date. I feel like I have to introduce a caveat to this. I have no problem with short men. I think short men can be fantastic. Mm. I'm friends with two of them. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm five, yes. five nine, five nine and a half. That's average where I come from. Thank you. You always I'm know a man is short if he feels the need to add in the half. The half, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the half. It's, that's how they get you. They know. They know you know exactly how tall you are. I'm. I'm actually world average if you count all the countries, but sadly that does include everyone who's malnourished. <laughs> so, but they're really, really doing the numbers for me. And, lepre- yeah. and leprechauns. <laughs> uh, but no, I went on a date with this really short guy, and I've dated short guys. Got no I'm issue sure. with shorter than me. <laughs> I'm 5'4 so he would have been like 5'2 five 5'3 five maybe mm. and I had no qualms with that but I didn't want to see him again because he was the boringest person I've ever met he was half Italian and he took me to the worst Italian restaurant I've ever eaten at and he was like ah oh, mamma mia is so good um, really are you and saying he was actually Mario <laughs> I'm a so small. <laughs> I need the mushrooms. Yeah, just did I that mean, help? I've <laughs> become a tall. <laughs> you met a tiny Italian. A <laughs> tiny, he was half Italian, half German. So, you know, all oh, of This the, is a German. Sorry? Uh, the, the, that's a German yeah, 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 yeah. The, the terrible taste in yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah, his German. No. Yeah. That's no. the worst combo of like the two nations. It's like, yeah, your food is shit, but at least you're short. I find out that offense. But yeah, he was really into it. He really wanted to go on a second date. And I, you know, I had to give him the polite brush off. And what's so frustrating is I knew that he walked away from that interaction, assuming that it was because he was short. And I just wanted to be like, no, it's not because you're short. It's because of your personality. Uh, (laughs) That's much better. Right? Yeah. Like, you can change your personality. (laughs) Well, we were asking that. We were asking each other before. Would you prefer that someone broke up with you for something you couldn't change or something you could would you prefer that they were like, well, it's because you're short, and you're like, well, I can't fucking change that, so go fuck yourself? Or would you prefer, like, well, it's just, you know, everything else about you? Yeah, because that's homework. <laughs> <laughs> like, I complain too much. I guess I should work on that, but otherwise... Yeah, but you have to then work on that, you know? It's a job. I dated someone once, broke up with him because he was such a horrific mansplainer, bumped into him, like, three years later, and he was like, uh, the thing about your comedy... I was like, okay, you have not grown at all. Look, Jules, um, if you don't want my fucking advice, just... <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll fucking bring it up on a fucking show. I mean... <laughs> I didn't know how else to tell you, Brendan. Yeah. Also, your Italian food is shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know I was half Italian. <laughs> So, 
Nick, what is the worst thing that's happened to you this week? Well, I went to your house, which wasn't the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But um, we were prepping for the podcast. Amazingly, we did prepare for this. <laughs> um, and... I had to ring your doorbell because, uh, yeah, you won't let me have work. a key. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, next to your door was a man on the floor sitting down crying with his phone on speakerphone, shouting into the phone at someone. And the thing is with me is I'm generally quite an awkward human at the best of times. And I feel like to be next to someone for any length of time, I have to prepare for that or be told it's going to happen. <laughs> Um, but I wasn't expecting that, Jules, you'd, you'd obviously have to answer the door, which takes time. And I was in the shower when he rang the door, so... Yeah, so I just had to stand next to a man who was crying and screaming in German on a speakerphone. Like, where Brendan is now? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think I handled it with grace. I did that thing that I feel like I do to every stranger I've ever accidentally made eye contact with, which is I sort of did this face. i get what you're going through you know this is very relatable i'd I'd be doing the same as you if i was so angry for the for the benefit of the listeners at home uh nick made um a a funny face (laughs) imagine a funny face if you will that's what he made it was a nick face exactly yeah (laughs) there was a moment when I was approaching the door, that I was like, I wonder if Jules did this. Topics. Topic. Um, well, are either of you going to ask me how... Like, oh, what? God almighty, yeah. Sorry, I forgot God. you were there. For uh, God. What is so the... Wor- no, this is... No, fuck you. Uh, what is <laughs> the worst thing that's ever happened to you in the last, what are we saying, seven days? The worst thing that's ever happened to me in the last seven days. Don't fucking um, grammar me, mansplainer. Right. <laughs> I said it the way I said it. You I'm did. sticking to that. I have a urinary tract infection, which I'm sure... I know, right? This is one of the many downsides of having the innie genitals rather than the outy kind. Mm. Can we get them? We, we, we get them eventually. We get them, yeah. When we're yeah, old. but much less frequently. Do you know how we get them? How? So basically, we've got a long tube which carries the wee, and you've got a short one, which is why it gets infected so easily. Yeah. But as we get older, ours droops, as, as lots of things oh. on the body droop. Um, but for us, it's our urinary tract, and that creates a little puddle when we're old men, and we get UTIs in our little puddle of wee. Do you ever wonder you're, why you're not dating a lot, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> this is not first date conversation, all right? Brendan, were you under the impression that this was a date? This is, <laughs> what do you this think is the three of us date. are going to right, do look. after we finish recording this? To be I fair, think. my hand is on his leg. Yeah. I mean. so. And you do owe me for the famine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, if that's how you want your reparations. <laughs> I was just going to give you I'll lots take of potatoes. It. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that was on the cards. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, first thoughts, worst thoughts. Worst musical instrument? The xylophone. Hmm. Worst flavour? Um, poo. <laughs> <laughs> Worst time to say I love you? Uh, today when I was breaking up with her. Yes. That would have been mixed messages. <laughs> I never want to see you again. I love you. <laughs> Worst place to fart? Um, out your penis. Yeah, that would be the wouldn't that? That would suck. Yeah, yeah. 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 How would that sound? I mean, 
longer, I would have thought. You know, <laughs> uh, sort of like a tiny elephant. Out. It was probably I was going to say like a tiny What's that brass instrument that goes like this? Trombone. Trombone, yeah. Or a brass penis. A brass penis, yeah. Mm. You think you'd get an erection during the note? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so we're like... Yeah, maybe a vibrate. <laughs> that would be a fucking terrible fetish to get into. And I'll have to fart out my penis every time I want to come. Oh, no. <laughs> Worst day of the week. Monday. Worst sexual position. Um, Alone. <laughs> cool so monday so we had a conversation a few weeks back about this didn't we and nick you were saying that you i'm all right monday yeah your tuesday is your worst one because monday you go into it with optimism and then tuesday you're like oh fuck no this is life no. uh really glad you're here by the way uh, <laughs> <laughs> tuesday's over though this is I no. feel yeah, because Monday you you get you got you got the wind behind you still. You know you've yeah. got the weekend in your sails. Yeah, uh, yeah, but then you haven't done the weekend right. <laughs> <laughs> That's really it. Exactly. You're like, oh my god, I went to church and I got a I got a massage and I'm ready to go. And it's like I took fucking shitloads of cocaine and went to Barkheim. By the way, I'm not. No, <laughs> Brendan, your priest really shouldn't be massaging you. <laughs> That's an Irish priest. They do, <laughs> they do everything. Uh, no, because well, it depends on what your Monday is. Is like the other thing is like because now I'm a comedian. Monday isn't what it used to be because it's like the shows. I usually run shows on like Friday or on Saturday. Uh, Epic Comedy Berlin. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, which means that the what the weekend, what the first day of the new week, like my weekend now is kind of Sunday and Monday. So Tuesday is kind of my Monday. So kind of we'd both do Tuesdays. But it's whatever day you're like, you know, you, you, you had the brief moment where you thought life was not going to suck so hard and now it's back again. Like people always say they want to die happy, but I, I never understand that. I always want to, I want to die on a Monday. <laughs> I want to die hungover on a Monday. I want my last thought to be, oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> so, oh, I don't have to do Monday. Yes. I mean, that sounds depressing, but yeah, imagine dying on a Friday night just before yeah, you guys leave just the house. Coming out. You're like, ah, not now, man. I've got a whole week planned. Yeah. I have a question for you. Sure. I'm going to go off script. Wow. Oof. Quick answer. Mm-hmm. Worst thing about the English? Worst Ooh. thing about the English? No, I don't know. I don't mind the English. Um, I've seen you visibly mind the English. That's... <laughs> Yeah, but that's just for fun. Uh, I don't know. I don't think... Uh, oh, well... Yeah, you're like... You're dicks. <laughs> when you're drunk, you're so loutish. Like, oh. you're so... Dr- Everybody's got their lads. But your lads are more annoying than our anyone else's lads, I think. You've got I the am worst lads. such a lad. Yeah. <laughs> the, the laddiest lads are like, Whoa, come on, whoa, whoa. But they keep chanting, but you're like, that's not in sync. You know? <laughs> you're not... <laughs> Just get on one fucking rhythm, can you? It won't be as annoying. We all saw the picture from the the World Cup last year with the guy with the flare stuck between his butt cheeks. (laughs) No? You need to... We didn't see that. Go on to the internet and... uh, Oh, no! (laughs) Well... I know, but I feel like even by the time you get home later, you will remember oh. Englishman flare butt cheeks. Like, well, I don't I, think um, that's going to fall out of your brain anytime soon, is it? Well, I'd like to, I'd like to knock the English, but that is hilarious. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's good comedy. 
Um, well, yeah, I'm thinking that because aren't flares traditionally to call for help? <laughs> Was he like attracting assistance? I, I, Maybe. I dread to think what he wanted assistance with if he was. Mm. What do you mean? Did he get it like? He had it wedged in here. He had it wedged. I don't know if it was. Was it like, standing up like between the cracks? Like a hot was, dog in a bun or like a straw in a bottle? Straight in. Boom. Yeah. Straight like yeah right okay. You didn't have many controversial opinions. I mean, no. I, I also don't like the flavor of poo. Mm. We don't. That's, <laughs> Traditionally, I think that's why they don't flavor many things with that flavor. Yeah. Yeah, they tend to leave that off the chocolate box. <laughs> so, uh, xylophone is the worst instrument. I... Oh, yeah. Is that just a spelling situation? Yeah, well, because, like, <laughs> it's not, it must be the worst because despite the fact it's in every alphabet book ever, <laughs> I've never I mean, seen a, a xylophone. You've uh, never, ne- seen a xylophone? Never, never in person. Never seen a xylophone. I, were you talking to your dog there? Yes. I've never seen a xylophone. Who plays xylophone? Has anyone, anyone in the room, make some noise if you've seen a xylophone. <laughs> that's Thank most. You. That's only like half. That's half of like these people are all like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like everybody, if, if it's an instrument, everybody should have seen it by now. They're around, like, but like a xylophone is so like whatever. Of course not. They don't exist. These people aren't real. Uh, it's an imaginary instrument they made up because there was nothing that started with X. So they were like, all right, let's just say there's a thing called xylophone and we'll put it in the book. And that's it. It doesn't exist. It's an imaginary fair, instrument. In Poland, xylophone is probably quite a normal spelling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> xylophone, yeah. I thought you say iPhone. No. Oh, no. <laughs> xylophone. Mm. That's just so that I'm not losing my mind. Xylophone is the ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How to be fair, that could be any musical instrument. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the one that makes the noises, right? <laughs> That'd be a very shitty drummer, though. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I've played a xylophone. I don't know what I hate. Do you know what I actually really hate is... Um, Wah, wah, wah. I actually hate the brass. The, the wah, wah, wah. Yeah, that shit, man. Yeah. It's just too much. It's just it. like, whoa, what's happening? Like, is an animal dying or something? It's just, yeah, it's very... It's a lot, isn't it? Isn't it? Like, it's in on bagpipes. Bagpipes are shit. I know, oh, yeah. I know a child who's really talented at the trombone, but, like, really talented. He's, like, a family's friend's child, and he got, like, scholarships into a school to play trombone and, like, plays in, like, a child's orchestra. Like, he's actually really good at the trombone. But I feel like someone should have intervened at some point and been, like, maybe play the piano? (laughs) Mm. Like, there's only so far, like, again, it's that thing of, like, dating someone. They're, like, yeah, I'm actually a musician. I'm, uh, yeah, I go out perform. It's, like, what? Trombone. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's not going to like get you laid, yeah, is it? Yeah, and you can't. Yeah, you can't be the cool guy at the party who takes out. Yeah, you know, <laughs> play Wonder Woman. Yeah. I, I brought my trombone. No one's kicking back in a park on a summer's day and whipping yeah, out the trombone. Yeah, what's the, the what's the like everyone? most unlikely instrument player you ever had sex with? Uh, most unlikely instrument. Do you ever fuck? Do you ever sex with a trombone player? I'd say a bassist. <gasps> Trumpet. Trumpet. I had a boyfriend who, he, he played trumpet in a band. In fact, at one point, you know you get these bands that perform on stilts. And that's like their, <laughs> you, know, you know, seen this? They were like, but they just, that's just their gimmick. They have like those massive, have you guys ever seen musicians performing on stilts? 
No, this is 100% no. not a thing. No, it is a thing. Do you only date short men? Is this what's happening? He was tall. <laughs> he didn't need the stilts. But this. But if he did, you would have put him on it, wouldn't you? <laughs> like, look, you wear the stilts, so we're not going out. He. No, there, there are these bands where where they like. They, their gimmick is that they, they perform on stilts and they're not like they're like the big stilts like the like circus they're like it's like a circus slash musician thing right and um, and he wanted to join this band that was a circus musician band on stilts and no no this was a normal size boyfriend mm. he wanted to join this this band on stilts who were planning on touring army bases in the middle east and i was like dude if you're gonna go to an army base in the middle east do you want to be elevated and making a really loud noise because that seems to me (laughs) like an invitation to insurgents like (laughs) thankfully he wasn't good enough so they (laughs) <laughs> he wasn't good enough. No, he wasn't. He didn't have what it takes to be on stilts. No, they, they, found, they found a better trumpet like, player. He wasn't the SEAL Team 6 of stilts. No. <laughs> was just like, look, you're pretty good, but uh, this is the best of the best of the best. Yeah. The I elite mean... Top Gun stilt walking. <laughs> All right, folks. So we are now getting to the meat of the event. We're going to talk about the worst flights today. So, Brendan... What is the worst flight you've ever been on? I was coming back from Japan, and I thought I'd left loads of time to get there, but I was way late in the end because I went to the wrong terminal or whatever. And, like, a flight to Japan is, like, expensive. And this I is what I've heard, yeah. I didn't have a lot of money, so I was like, oh, shit, if I miss this, I'm fucked. So then I was getting in, and it was like, I was so, I'd never been so stressed before. I was like, fuck, if I miss this, I'm dead. So I got there, and has anyone been to Japan? Yes. They're so polite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every system is amazing. So when I got there, there was like a Japanese lady waiting with her phone. And she was like, where do you need to go? And then I was like, oh, I don't know. And she was like, of course. So she directed me exactly where we needed to go. And then they just walked me through. I never to this day understand it. But they just like said, get on the plane. (laughs) <laughs> I gotta say, Brendan. So far, it's kind of sounding like you maybe misunderstood the assignment. Yes, all right. Well, there, <laughs> I'm saying there were there were ups and downs. <laughs> okay. Right. So then I got through. Uh, that was like I was like a big relief, but I was like, whoa, I was like uh, stressed over it. But so then I got on the plane, and like I'd never done long haul flights before either. So that's a whole it was a whole new thing for me. I'm gonna ask, how did you get there? What do you mean to Japan? Well, I did do one long haul. <laughs> Before no, I took a I took a rowing boat. I'm just like, look, this is cheaper. Uh, he loves his while. exercise. Uh, this gosh, one, I'd be the first Irish man to ever make it. Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, so I, I like, yeah. On the way over, it was fine, but I'd like, I wanted to sleep, and uh, people were like next to me. It's all like you know, shouldery and stuff, and you're fighting a plane. And it, yeah, like it's a plane, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like on the way over, I was next to people who were kind of mean. And I feel like I'm such a nice person. I need mean people to be mean to. You know, if someone's nice to me, I can't be mean. I can't be like, give me your fucking 
So then I was like, oh, I really hope I get mean people on the way back so I can be like, give me a fucking fuck off off my fucking thing. And then I got there and I sat down and a fucking nun sat next to me. Oh my god. I was god. like, oh, for fuck's sake. I can't be mean to a fucking nun. You're having no elbow yeah, space. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to be able to fart for like <laughs> fucking seven hours or whatever. Uh, so then I sat down next to her and then um, I don't know what, I don't know, she sensed the fact that I wasn't a good Catholic anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> Were you um, ever a good Catholic? I, well, there was like about five minutes where I was, I was on board with the whole system. Uh, and then she just left. She got up and she left me alone. What, she fucking skydive? What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was just like, I'm not having this. Into God's hand I commit myself. And she leapt from the plane and flew. She was actually the flying nun. Um, so then she left and then I got to sleep. Uh, I curled up on her seat and I slept. So again, it went back to being a good flight. So there was like ups and downs and ups and downs. What happened to the nun? Nobody, <laughs> There's nowhere yeah. to go in a toilet. Yeah, Nobody was she in the knows. toilet and then you just like slept on us? I think she probably went to, she stole someone else's seat, which is very unknown behavior. Or maybe she was the pilot and she just, <laughs> she yeah, just be hanging prejudice. out at the back. And She's she was just like, moonlighting as a nun. I'm ready. There's no reason a nun can't fly a plane. That's prejudice. <laughs> Right. You're right. Nuns You're right. can do whatever I'm... they want, just like everyone else's. They can't do everything. No. <laughs> like famously. I can think of one thing. Yeah, there's one thing they can't do. Yeah, yeah. Anymore, they can't be But crazy. as far as I'm aware, it's not required to fly a plane. To get into heaven? No, having sex. What? Like the one thing that nuns can't do. Oh, sorry. I thought you, you don't meant. Need... No, I thought you meant be a priest. Because <laughs> they can't do that either. They can't, and they but they also can't have uh, sex. Can't officially, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Where is this going? Well, uh, interestingly, <laughs> all the way Who back says to it Ireland. It needs to go anywhere, yeah, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So interestingly, actually, the the Catholic Church, and this is true, has actually got this like really expensive like chartered jet just for like the sisters. Uh, it's called Air Force Nun. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Do you want to hear the pineapple joke again? Or? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know it's a funny story? Uh, recently, uh, like as in the last few days, Joe Biden uh, went to Ireland. So yeah. he was like, yeah, we, we, we always like, ooh, we're still important. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he went to uh, lots of different places, but he went to Knock. Do you know what Knock is? To Knock where? To, hey, I see what you've done. <laughs> I see what you've done. Went to Knock Shrine, which is this weird place in Ireland where the Virgin Mary appeared. Uh, it has to be the Virgin Mary. Did she you never, know? Yeah, it's never like Sexy Mary. It's always the Virgin <laughs> Mary. She appeared there, and they built a shrine. And then so many people wanted to go to that shrine, they built a small airport there. And so uh, he went to visit there, and then he went home from there. So the Air Force One left that airport. And it's the smallest airport that Air Force One has ever left from. So when the Irish heard that, we were like, yes. <laughs> Another record. <laughs> Again, I feel like you're very fixated on planes leaving. Surely it was also the smallest <laughs> airport that it arrived at. He didn't land there. So they just <laughs> drove. <laughs> Technicalities, but they're important. Yeah, but like Joe Biden didn't land there, but like the Air Force had to land there to pick Joe Biden and then go back. That's, yeah, they I didn't, didn't, they didn't think take of it that. on right, the road. Yeah. Like, but no, it's not. I think it's not Air Force One when he's not on it. It's only when he's on it that it's Air Force oh, One. Oh, you might right. Yeah, mm. that's... 
I watched the, the, the rest if you, of the time. If you'd know that if you watched the Harrison privilege. Ford movie. Oh, like he's when he's on anything, it becomes Air Force One. Like as in, if he's like on a little, if he's just flapping his wings for your heart, <laughs> and he manages to take off, he's like Air Force One, bitches. <laughs> you know, that's that's how that works. No, because he's one from like the, from the U.S., so he's the first guy. Oh, so he's I see. The fire, so he's the yeah. right because he's like the head of the Air Force. I bet he gets on like normal planes and doesn't tell anybody and he's just sitting there going, they don't know it, but <laughs> this is Air Force One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just does that. Oh, no, and none. Oh, no. I liked about that trip that Biden had to make an official announcement that he doesn't hate the English. What? Yeah, he had to come out and literally say it. Yeah, well, we don't let you in if you don't. <laughs> You have know, to declare that first, and then we're wait, like, All surely, right, surely you'd only let them in if they declared that they did hate the English. Oh, he said he didn't hate the English. Yeah. He didn't hate the oh, English. How did he get in? <laughs> well, he didn't say the plane. We you know have that. He <laughs> <laughs> just appeared next to the Virgin Mary. I'm just here now. And you, Nick, what was your worst flight of all time? Well, again, you'll probably notice a theme that generally my worst experiences are being sat next to people unexpectedly. And a plane is pretty much the peak of that. Because you can't leave unless you're a nun. Um, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't have those powers. So I sat down on my, on my flight and I was flying back from Iceland to England. And there's a bit of geopolitics on this. That we would be flying over Scotland over a town called Lockerbie. They are famous for a terrorist attack where oh, yeah. Colonel Gaddafi funded terrorists to blow up a plane over Scotland. And this was the flight route I was on. And that's important. I'm, I'm keeping it light for comedy. Just Yeah, I was just going to remind you this is a comedy podcast, but go on. This is about 20 years after the terrorist attack. And by then, England had made friends with Gaddafi. It was all very odd. Um, but this is pre-Gaddafi death. And then, so sat next to me was an Icelandic man. And has anyone here any, met anyone Icelandic? Yes. yes. Oh, they're gorgeous, aren't they? No, they're <laughs> honestly i swear to god i felt so much less attractive in iceland they are just the most beautiful people um so i was on this flight and then a man sat next to me and he was about my age and i was in my early 20s and he was a very confident young man and he started talking to me um and i'm not a confident young man so i spoke back um and it, <laughs> it was going about as well as you're imagining uh, he was doing a lot of the talking and i was doing a lot of the <laughs> yeah i fully agree with everything you say while we're next to each other <laughs> Um, and then there, he kept, he, he had, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat, he had a potty mouth. So, Ooh. and he was quite a loud gentleman and he was just saying, yeah, I was in this like fucking nightclub and there was this fucking guy, right? And he was like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. And then obviously we're not the only people on this plane because I'm, I'm not rich. And so there were other people and then this mother turns around to us and in English just sort of loudly goes, can you please stop swearing? There are children on this flight and no one wants to listen to your conversation. So as you can imagine, I'm now dead inside. Like, I don't want confrontation. I didn't even want a polite chat with a man. Now I've got a mum shouting at me. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, we'll be quiet. And then that's all of our problems solved. But no, he decides, no, I can actually combat this. So he goes, fuck you. I can say what I want. This guy agrees with me, right? <laughs> Yeah, and this is where I had to be confident one way. I had to pick a side, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at that. 
So um, I sort of said, well, you know, maybe we could try and F and Jeff a bit less and um, <laughs> maybe keep, keep our language to a minimum or whatnot. And he was like, oh, man, yeah, if you're going to be like that, yeah, I guess so, yeah. And anyway, so I thought that would, you know, facilitate, maybe we could talk about the weather, which outside was sunny, or the football, which men sometimes talk about. I, I, <laughs> they, they play it often. And so I was like, maybe, maybe bring that. So I tried, I was like, oh, do you like Bjork? You know, I'm getting, I'm getting with the native culture. He's like, oh, I've met her. I was like, well, that's cool. Let's have a chat about that. I was like, oh, yeah, do you have any heroes in Iceland? Like, you know, there's Bjork, the guy from Sigur Ross. That's about it. Um, <laughs> and then he said, well, actually, my personal hero is Colonel Gaddafi. <laughs> yeah. So, again, <laughs> me being polite, rather than being like, well, that's a fucking stupid hero, I sort of went... Oh, <laughs> why? Um, and he was a conspiracy theorist. Who, oh, yeah, why? who was under the belief that Colonel Gaddafi had created a socialist utopia in North Africa, and that the only reason uh, that we were bombing it was because we are capitalist countries and we wanted to destroy the socialist utopia that Colonel Gaddafi had created. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really was... enjoying the awkwardness. It feels like recreation of the flight right now. <laughs> Gaddafi chart, I need a wank. So, <laughs> I just put on your habit. <laughs> Although I feel like asking Sorry, someone to, on an aeroplane where the toilets are is is a bit of like it's either that way or that way. And if you look like you really have to go, they will ask no further questions. This is true, yeah. I should have done this. These are yeah. like honestly, this is all great advice. I feel like you should take notes. But I, yeah, <laughs> yeah the thing is, I'm not as a good or competent as person as anyone else in this room. So what I did instead was I sort of played with the screen, and then I looked, and that was when I realised that while he was telling me that Colonel Gaddafi was his hero, we were currently flying over Lockerbie. Oh. <laughs> And I've already said how loud he was, so I'm sure there were people on this plane listening like, oh, fuck. So at this point, I basically... I've, I've accepted the fact that when we arrive in England that I'm going to get fingered by security. <laughs> um, so at this point, there's sort of like a calm sets over me, being like, well, this guy has got me... Well, Lisa, I won't be a virgin. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so... But luckily, I got off the plane and I never saw him again. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it would have been weird if you did see him again. And he's here tonight! <laughs> so all that remains, Jules, is for you to tell us how you once sat next to a guy who was Gaddafi's nun or something. <laughs> <laughs> My story is nothing like either of yours. So what happened was I went to Indonesia... I was actually traveling around Southeast Asia for about two months. And in two months of traveling through Southeast Asia, I didn't have an upset stomach even once. I was so cocky. I thought I was invincible. I was like, yeah, I've made it through the whole trip without getting food poisoning. And then... It's a beautiful song. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. 
Thanks. Um, and then the, the last meal that I ate before I left to come home was in this shack over a river, right? The people that I was staying with had eaten there and they'd been fine. And I hadn't eaten there yet. And I tried all the other restaurants in this village. So I was like, screw it, I'm going to give this place a try. And while I was waiting for my food to come out, the kitchen doors were saloon doors. And while I was waiting for my food, from under the saloon doors... Gaddafi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! Belly crawling. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not good food, then. (laughs) Gaddafi's here. (laughs) That's that's the one thing you say about Gaddafi. He can't cook for shit. (laughs) Not now he can't. Came (laughs) out from the kitchen came a very obviously nursing cat. But the thing is, like, it was a really cute cat. So my first... What does nursing cat mean? She had a medical degree. (laughs) (laughs) She's very good at her job, yeah. 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 She'd been been doing a health and safety inspection in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she her nipples were like drooping to the point that you could tell she was she currently had kittens like she somewhere in the vicinity there was a bundle of kittens that had been sucking on her titties um, and I'm assuming that they were in the kitchen somewhere. Did you just say titties? I did say titties. Yeah, little little cat, little little kitty titties. Thanks for chiming in there, buddy. Just to clarify, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you say titties? <laughs> we can. Yeah. yeah. This is last end. Anyway. Anyway, um, right. So you had the shits. Cut forward to the. You're, you're on a plane, you got the shits. So. Go. Scene. So the, the, first, pl- the first flight, actually, I was doing kind of okay like I could I started to feel that something was not quite right and that was a one hour flight right there was a one hour leg a nine hour leg and a six hour leg three legs legs. yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) and the first one was kind of okay but within minutes of me getting onto the second flight I was like oh something's not right and I have never used so much (laughs) self-control as I did waiting for the seatbelt sign to go off. (laughs) And I was so fucking fast. I was out of that seat. I was in that bathroom. And it was a double-end situation. Like, I I don't even remember how I dealt with the situation. I think I just went on to autopilot. And ironically. um, (laughs) But I I shat and vomited the entire... Like, I should not have been paying for that seat because I did not use it for those nine hours. I feel like maybe the toilets are in higher demand on a flight, so maybe I should have been paying more. But go on. Maybe that's what happened to Nan. Maybe, yeah. yeah. She, but al- she was buried in shit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> she said so much. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm on the toilet. There's no time. <laughs> maybe. But then the, the fun part was that then I had this connecting flight and I connected in Gata. And I knew that if I admitted to anyone, if I like, if anyone realised how sick I was, they weren't going to let me on that set on that last flight, and I was going to be stuck in Gata for how goodness knows how long. Where's Gata? Um, say again. Where's Gata? <laughs> hmm. Gatwick. 
No, Gata. Like, as in uh, the, the place that people pronounce Qatar, but it's actually Gata. Oh. oh, you did that. Oh, Jules. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Oh, can't. Oh, That's not how you say it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to Barcelona. Oh, do you mean Barcelona? <laughs> Have you noticed people only ever do that with, like, other, like, languages? Like, if you're going to do that, I think you have to commit. So next time you're going to New York, I won't accept it unless you're like, yeah, I'm going to fly to New York. <laughs> I'm going to go visit Dublin. <laughs> Yeah, like they did that. The barman might know it. They did that in uh, in Kerry in a place called Dingle, which is a Gaeltic area. It's an Irish-speaking area. And they're like, any Irish-speaking area is like, it's our fucking language, you go fuck yourself. So they wanted to switch the signposts back to the Irish, put them in the Irish language. So they changed all the signposts. And then like it cost them like 500,000 euro. And then like a year later, they had to change it back because all the tourists were lost. <laughs> They were just wandering around the fields of Dingle, just like, oh, dang it, what? I don't know where I am. So that's what happens. Look, you just have to admit sometimes it's a dead language. All right, fine. So I had a, a stopover in Qatar. Do you mean Gata? <laughs> so, yeah, I had this stopover in that place. And... <laughs> And I, it was like three hours, right? And I spent the entire three hours hiding in the toilets, just again, shitting and vomiting until it was like the last possible moment that I could board that flight. And then again, I was like, (gasps) and just like squeezed my butt cheeks together and just got myself onto that flight. And I was in a window seat. And there were these two children next to me. And I was like, hey, guys, I'm not feeling very well. Do you mind if I take the aisle seat just in case, just in case, hypothetically, you know? (laughs) And thankfully, they were polite children. They let me sit in the aisle seat. And again, as soon as that seatbelt sign was off, I was back in that toilet, shitting and vomiting to the point that they ended up calling down to apparently this like medical people on standby to consult with air I know right and they gave me a pill on the aeroplane they called down to a doctor and the doctor was like give her one of those orange pills and they gave me a little orange pill and then they were like okay and we're gonna call an ambulance to be waiting for you when you get back to Berlin this one should block the hole yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh is that what I was meant to do with it (laughs) oh that's fine um and I was like no 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 don't don't call an ambulance I don't want an ambulance I'll just I'll get a taxi to the hospital it's fine and when I landed there was a fucking ambulance waiting on the tarmac and I said to the flight attendant I was like I told you not to call an ambulance she was like no no it's fine that's for someone else (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with this flight guys I know, right? Just like 12 people, like, the smell. (laughs) I need a doctor. (laughs) So bad. Yeah, so that was my worst flight. Well, that was pretty bad. Well, I mean, yeah, but I was late, so. Oh, yeah. We all got fucking problems. Who's the real victim here? Jesus, I almost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All those pangolins I was eating. You know, like. I feel like everyone does this, and don't pretend you don't. Like, everyone does a poo at work, because that's a great way to make money. <laughs> like, yeah, if you poo at work, if you poo before you get to work, that's a fool's game. Yeah, yeah get yeah. to work, do your poo, get paid to poo. Mm. Yeah. Right? 
Don't, like, yeah, like, I can't be the only one to think this. No, don't poo on your own time, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And you're a sucker. You're a sucker of the poo industry. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're being uh, held down by big poo. Sorry? Yeah. yeah, there are some people who get paid enough where they just they poop, they poop wherever. They don't, give, <laughs> they don't give a shit, you know. I make sixty grand a year. I don't know. Fuck, I pull over there. I pull in your face. Well, my thought was that like, because yeah, if you poo at work for ten minutes, you can calculate how much you made doing that yeah. poo. But what I'm thinking is like, this sounds like the most expensive poo you've ever done. Oh, for sure. Like, how much did you pay to exclusively use that toilet? Six, seven hundred euros, something like that. It was, it was a lot of money. Sounds like it's worth it, though. Uh, I mean, it would have been better better than the alternative. They could have charged that at the door, and you still would have been like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would have paid double, honestly. (laughs) Although, on the other hand, if I'd refused, I feel like other people would have suffered just as much as me. Yeah. In fact, I probably could have. I probably could have got some money out of the rest of the people on that flight if uh, like I will only use the bathroom <laughs> if, if you all cough up 10 euros I could have I could have broke even on that flight mm-hmm. yeah. right so that's the price of poo uh, <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a solid yeah, yeah that's a solid hold, note hold on, I feel. Yeah. before we go uh, Brendan I know you've already snuck in one sneaky little or plug. plug, is it? But, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I run shows with a friend of mine, Ori Halevi. We're called Epic Comedy Berlin. We do shows all over town. So if you go online and you, you can follow us on Instagram, Epic Comedy Berlin. And Nick, as ever, would you like to uh, would you like to plug us? Yeah. So we're comedians. And we're called Hot Mess Comedy. We've actually got leaflets here, which probably make your life easier if you're in the room. Um, but you can find us on hotmess.comedy on Instagram. And we do a different show in Vagabond Taparai every Tuesday. So we do open mic comedy. We've got one about the news and current events. And we've got this live podcast recording. We're here every Tuesday. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. And I can't remember the handle for Facebook. Every week I forget. Hot Mess Comedy Berlin with no dots. No dots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, find us, follow us. We will try and be funny. That's generally <laughs> that's the goal. That's yeah, the game of you can't the game. always hit that target, but mm. <laughs> shoot for the stars, and you might land on something vaguely amusing. That was uh, <laughs> yeah. That was that was Gaddafi's motto. <laughs> <laughs> and he really did. I mean, he really did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to you folks, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Give yourselves a massive round of applause. You've been wonderful. And this has been. 